Hey, what's happening, hunting and fishing brethren? I'm Justin Geike, and this is Chase Outdoors, the podcast coming to you from Brian Gates's Ram 2500, our mobile studio, currently traveling somewhere in, where are we? We are just outside of Kadoka. Just outside of Kadoka, South Dakota. We, uh, we are in sight of the Badlands because everything I've been yakking about all summer as far as preparation has come to fruition. Here we are, we're heading west to Wyoming. We wanted to catch up before we shut our phones off for the next week and go and chase uh, monster mule deer uh, with rifles on the do-it-yourself public land adventure that we've been looking so forward to. I hope you guys are doing great. I uh, appreciate you uh, coming back and joining us once again. And a lot of things have gone on since we spoke last year. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, our last guest, Cody Hayner, um, wow, what did he have an incredible event. For those of you guys following his career, uh, we talked to him uh, shortly before he uh, headed off to the BASS Open. Uh, day one, day one, down in Lake Hartwell in South Carolina. First place, not by just a little bit, but by a whole bunch. Cody had an absolute hammer bag, a huge largemouth, uh, catching them uh, out on suspended uh, schools of shad. And uh, just just awesome. He had about 20 and a half pounds. I think second place was in the 15s. And thing looked, things looked really, really, really good for him. Uh, but we're going to wait till we get back from our trip, and I'm going to have Cody come on and tell that story because, quite honestly, it ended up being one of the um, most memorable bass fishing tournament stories that I think I've ever heard in my entire life. And I would love for you guys to hear that from, oh, look at him being distracted. Are those all prairie dog towns out there? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, we need to shoot them things. Yep, there they are. So driving, I'm like a squirrel, uh, easily distracted. And uh, we're out west, We've seen some animals already, but yeah, we'll bring Cody back and tell that story. You're not gonna wanna miss that. That is absolutely incredible as he inches one step closer to fulfilling his dream of making the BAS Elite Series, uh, which, you know, for a Wisconsinite to do that when our lakes are frozen, uh, half of the year is absolutely uh, incredible and we're pulling for him. And, uh, you know, also talking about Cody too, it's pretty cool. Uh, we are uh, heading out, Brian and I, and uh, he just got his uh, mule deer mountain back from the uh, same area that we're heading out to. So we'll throw a picture of that up on the post as well. He shot an absolute magnum uh, out here last year, like we talked about uh, when he joined us on the Yes. But I have talked about my best friend, my brother from another mother, Mr. Brian Gates, uh, ever since we started this podcast. But he's never been a guest. We, I've been hiding him. Uh, from you. I've been keeping them all for myself. So Brian, good morning and welcome. Hey, hey good morning. Glad to be here. How's everybody doing today? We uh, we uh, have had a pretty smooth sailing trip, haven't we, so yeah. far? Uh, we left at... A quarter after one? Yeah, a quarter after one yesterday and uh, stopped in Chamberlain. And I always think of Chamberlain, South Dakota as like the gateway to the west. You cross the giant Missouri River, a great big bridge, and as soon as you cross it, you start to get into country where... You get to see antelope and mule deer, so anytime we get uh, across that river, I feel like I've I've made it to vacation. And um, I was a little late yesterday, wasn't I? Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> Busy day. Busy day. So I went into the store just trying to tie up a few things, fletch a few arrows, wrench a few bows, uh, order a few products. Because uh, obviously, like we've mentioned before, we're in the middle of you know crazy. Uh, crazy town pandemic world where guns ammo and everything else is, is going like crazy and, and running out of stuff and supply chains have been so difficult but uh i got in there and we were super busy and just as i'm going to leave 
somebody, we won't say who, Adam, uh, pulled a uh, pulled the wrong cord on a modem and ended up uh, adjusting our static uh, IP address throughout our server computer and the whole store. Nothing was talking to each other. <laughs> I had 10 people in line waiting to check out and uh, I am not an IT expert. Um, he's I, lying, he's lying. I've got great video footage of him actually being the IT guy uh, from this uh, mobile office that we're working from today. Yeah. <laughs> when you've screwed something up enough times, the solution has basically become memorized. Which, which is basically going and resetting the IP address and all the stores and rebooting them and everything. And, and the only reason that I know how to do it is because I've dealt with it so many times. Uh, just so many phone calls to India and, and the Philippines and stuff like that, talking to those techs where I actually have it written down now to save myself a lot of time. But They call that experience, Justin. Experience, yes. <laughs> Bad experience. But um, yeah, anyway, it went from... Uh, everything being smooth and easy to uh, me running out the door as fast as I could to get out of there. But, uh, you know, but Brian and I have been friends for a really, really long time. We've done trips like this almost annually for quite a few years now. And, uh, and uh, yeah. This is our ninth year. Is it our ninth year? Ninth year, 2011. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, and this is, uh, this is kind of a new thing that we're doing. Yeah, you know? th- th- yeah, new area for us. Well, kind of a new area, new... Uh, New exact location, but same general area. You know, in, in doing the doing the DIY, you know, part of things is is something we've done. We've done public land hunts before. Yep. Um, there's no doubt we've had better success on private land. I think that goes without saying. But we've come an awful long ways from our first hunt together, haven't we? Yeah, certainly have. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. There's and that I, experience thing again, <laughs> and I don't think you can. I don't think you can get better if you don't go through those processes. I mean, we've made a lot of blown stalks. Yep. We've had some great hunts. Sure have. We've made some mistakes. We've killed a lot of deer together. But does this trip seem different to you? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like uh, it kind of feels like getting up, and getting dressed in the morning. You just do it. You're not even thinking about it this time. I mean. We were dialed in, I think, from an early stage as far as our preparations with, you know, figuring out what we were going to bring for everything from from camping gear to hunting gear and that. Um, you know, we initially had a little bit different plan than what we have right now as far as uh, how far back we were going to go in that, but with some challenges of being able to filter water, we're going to have to adjust a little bit because it's really super dry out here this year. But, you know, I think, uh, I, I think being able to think on the fly like we have is, uh, is a great attribute when, when anybody's hunting, whether you're hunting out west or, you know, even even hunting in your in your own 40 back in Wisconsin, and you come up upon a weather change and being able to adjust on the fly, and you know, I think that's really a, a really valuable skill that we've learned over the years. Is you know maybe maybe that plan is everything good. What's what's the old saying? Everybody can have a plan until you get punched in the face. I mean, it's kind of uh, kind of what we're experiencing on this trip, but I, I think we're embracing it well. And honestly, I'm excited. I like that. A little bit of uh, unknown that we're going to be facing. I think it's brought a, a cool energy to you and I t- uh, this mo- uh, yesterday and this morning. So I'm looking forward to it, man. We're a couple hours out and we'll be, get- we'll be doing some scouting. You know, uh, the, the phrase that what, what did you say it was? Everybody has a plan until you get punched, punched in the, in the face. face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, a, there's a lot of truth to that. Mine was always if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. 
Okay. You know, I, I, th- I think changes in, in, in your plans is, in, is inevitable. But I think one of the things, there's, there's kind of two parts, and I think you and I are both pretty good at it, um, is be prepared for everything equipment-wise. Definitely. You know, and, and I'm definitely more of the throw a apple a compass and a pocket knife and go. In, in your definitely the opposite. The opposite. <laughs> you're, you're. I mean, you had an Excel spreadsheet. I did with weights of everything that you were bringing. Yep. And I, I had everything down to a quarter of a pound of what I was bringing because, <laughs> you know, we were originally talking about hiking in nine, ten, thirteen miles. That numbers changed a few times, but uh, I definitely spent a lot of time researching gear, uh, making some adjustments to the gear I was initially going to bring. And uh, yeah, I uh, I had my pack weight all dialed in on an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> you know, and that's probably rubbed off on me a little bit too. When you get into, you know, into selling sporting goods and you're talking about features and benefits of product, you know, in Wisconsin, I don't think it matters how much your boot weighs, how much your rifle weighs. Probably you know, not. You're you're walking to the back of your forty, climbing up in a tree stand and sitting there eating snacks all day. But when you get into the to the western hunting. Um, Yo, game, everything that you're buying has a purpose and weight is such a big part of that when you're talking about rifles, getting into stuff like Brigar Premiers or, you know, Browning Expol, Hell's Canyons or the pros with the carbon fiber stocks where you're trying to get down to that, you know, six to seven pound rifle weight range or, or pack, like all that stuff makes a big difference. You know, because we've been very cognitive of, of pack weight and, and we've done a lot of research and we've gotten, we both, a lot of the, for whatever reason it is, it seems like you and I never buy the same stuff. No. If I buy one boot brand, you buy the other. If I buy one pack, you buy the other. Like that's that's just our nature. And I don't know if that's just exclusively research or if it's just a brotherly competition. I don't I don't know. <laughs> it could be I a little bit know. of both. <laughs> you got the same truck and color as I did though. Yeah, but I got a diesel. Yeah. It'd be different. I have better. Uh, I have better clearance under bridges with mine. Uh, this could be true. Yeah, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, when we go and do all that work and put all of our gear and all our time, like it's still crazy how much it adds up. So right now, our packs heading out to this consist of our hunting packs, our sleeping pads, our camp pillows, our tent, our sleeping bag, our optics. We have, I currently have three days of food in mine, our rifle and our water, which for both of us brings that pack weight to right around that 45 pound range with, with everything, including the rifle loaded into it. You know, so that's a, it's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of weight. And the nice thing is, is we've been preparing and planning for that. You've heard me talk about, uh, you know, on the podcast, Hunter Health and in, in hiking Rib Mountain on a, on a very regular basis. and. And if you're going on a hunt, even if you're going by yourself, find a buddy or buddies to do that with. I think the greatest attribute for us physically preparing for this trip is just having a Facebook messenger group with like six, seven different guys, you know, to communicate with that are going on different hunts in different places, say, hey, who wants to hike tomorrow? And it was like having an accountability partner or a whole group of them, which was so good because, you know, it's so easy to make an excuse why not yeah for everything yeah i mean it was huge for me personally i've lost uh i've lost over 10 pounds since uh 
since March when I, I really started getting serious about this. And I mean, just in life in, in general, I feel so much better. You know, I'm not I'm not really a big guy to begin with, but you know, to, to lose 10 pounds, my just overall health feels better. And I mean, I, I, the energy level is something you really need when you're on a hunting trip. And I've definitely gained a ton of energy. So I'm, I'm feeling good about that. I've got the, can you believe how many prairie dog towns are out there? Yeah, this is amazing. Um, it should be open season out here year round. Absolutely. <laughs> it would just be nice if we could finally get that helicopter. Yeah. And just get out here faster. I'm working on that. Yeah, that would be really A couple nice. more toolboxes. It didn't work good for, yeah, it didn't work good for Kobe though. Yeah. Uh, speaking of toolboxes, um, for those of you, you know, um, why don't you tell us about, we'll take a break in the middle of the hunt. Why don't you go ahead and plug yourself? What do you do for a living? And Sure. Um, so, you said my name earlier, Brian Gates. I, uh, I'm the owner of BG Tools Incorporated, uh, doing business as Snap-on Tools. So, yep. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm, I'm a Snap-on guy. Um, get to drive a big white truck, and uh, I get to go out and service customers every single week. I see about six to 700 customers a week, and uh, take care of their tool needs, everything from uh, diagnostic equipment to hand tools to, uh, to tool storage where they keep their tools. And uh, It's kind of, a, kind of a unique business model, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, unlike a retail store where you, know, you go to shop somewhere, I actually go to the customer and get to build great relationships with them and I've been with Snap-on since uh, 2003. I started out as a corporate employee uh, focused on selling uh, their diagnostics product and working in their diagnostic division and I kind of grew my career a little bit, became a uh, regional manager for them and then uh, you know kids come along and life changes a little bit. I was on the road a lot and I had to get off road and uh, about five years ago, just over five years ago, I made the decision to, uh, to leave corporate. It was tough and uh, I bought a franchise, and that basically brings you up to speed of where we're at today. Well, where we're at right now, we need to take a moment of silence and raise our coffee mugs. We are passing Wall Drug, ladies and gentlemen. Yay, Walt, South Dakota, we love you. We'll be back on the way back through for oh, knickknacks yeah. and the such to satisfy. And we gotta go to Badlands Bar and Grill. I mean, you cannot yeah. go to Wall and not go to the Badlands Bar and Grill, it's awesome. I 100% agree. Actually, it's my favorite we, hat, even. We, yeah, we stayed uh, we stayed in Wall last year when we were uh, one night when we were doing some of our uh, South Dakota archery hunt. There was a podcast we talked about that. And in love Wall Drug, obviously, it is um, not as glamorous as the quantity of advertisements that there are worldwide, but it is an awesome place, and uh, I, I can't help but not want to stop there. They got a and beautiful high school football field too, by the way. They you can do. see it right from the highway. It's, it's awesome. It's like yeah. it's like pro level looking stuff when you go by. Yeah, there's so much of that seven on seven out here, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Um, I think that's I, I think that's probably a funner product to watch than than even some of the uh, standard stuff because it's so so fast paced. But uh, yeah, Wall Drug's awesome, and it's amazing because we can go in there and for like twenty bucks pretty much get the entire family something to say thank you for letting us take a week's vacation here's here's your t-shirt yeah absolutely <laughs> gotta gotta pay wall drug a little bit of uh, a little bit of biz yeah. when you drive through actually it's funny i i um you know nicole's favorite shirt came from wall drug by the way oh yeah the absolutely. taco cat shirt i thought well i thought her um i thought her favorite hat was the one that i got from there for her like back when I went on that antelope hunt out here. Oh. 
And uh, then I saw my mother-in-law wearing it the other day. (laughs) (laughs) She might have changed her tune on that. Yeah, I guess. She definitely loves Taco Cat. Yes, That's that's, that's the shirt. Hey, spelled backwards, it's Taco Cat. Yeah. But it's just so much of the allure of the West. Um, I don't read a lot. Uh, Not that I don't know how. Um, I, I can read. I, and I don't even know that I choose not to read that much. I just I just don't have that much time. And I've been binge-watching The Office for the last two years. But uh, every year I buy a book at uh, Wall Drug. Hey, there's deer. Where are those antelope? That doesn't matter. I missed it, sorry. It's wildlife. I'm driving. <laughs> Animals. Um, but I always get a book there just because I'm so fascinated by the history of the West... You know, things like the Federal Massacre and, and Teddy Roosevelt. I, I, I can't read enough about Teddy. Um, I got a book on Custer last uh, last year when we were out on our trip, and that was a fantastic read. Um, but there's just something so magical about coming out here and uh, that just brings so much more than, than just the hunt itself. But I guess, you know, for being in Wisconsin, we do have very good... Um, whitetail hunting and turkey hunting and black bear hunting and stuff like that so uh, well so many people are so whitetail driven which you know I, I get it I love it too when it comes to going and doing a vacation I love the idea of going somewhere and doing something that I can't do at home and I think that's why I'm so drawn to mule deer and I like big racks of, yeah. all, of all kinds yep and these are and these are definitely big uh, but uh you know, Brian, we've done a number of hunts, you know, together. What would you say, you know, so far, species-wise, whatever, location-wise, what, what's uh, what's been your jam so far? You know, we uh, we've hunted Wyoming mule deer the most out of everything, and I, I keep coming back to that. I, I love it. Um, you know, you and I have both hunted antelope as well, uh, not together individually, and that's that's a really fun hunt too. And I'll tell you if. if for people that have never hunted out west before, that is probably the single best first hunt to go on. Yeah, it's um, with training wheels on. Yeah, I mean, drawing tags seems to be easy. There's a lot of states that have them every, everywhere from Nebraska, South Dakota, Wyoming, Colorado. I mean, you can get antelope tags in a lot of states. And uh, they're re- relatively easy to hunt. So, um, I kid you not, I shot a, well, mine, I shot a 77-incher about four miles that way oh, right. as, as we drive right now yeah oh, that's cool um, but you know to answer your question I keep coming back to the Wyoming mule deer um, probably because we've done it the most but the cool thing about hunting mule deer whether what regardless of what state it's in is, is what always surprises me is the difference in terrain that they live in I mean you go all the way out to Idaho or Utah and you've got huge rocky areas and you can hunt them out there uh, you can hunt them in the foothills of Nebraska, the Black Hills, if South Dakota, and then you know obviously you can get up into the mountains, the Bighorns, and you know, go all the way down to Saratoga, and you can hunt them down there in the mountains, uh, down by the Snowy Range, and and it's just amazing the 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 level of or the, the variance in the terrain and, and climate that they live in. It's pretty cool to see. I mean, you can even go hunt desert if you want to go all the way down to Arizona. Which I do. Yeah, um, that would be a cool hunt, definitely. we got to put that on the bucket list, but you know, it's, uh, they're a cool species. 
Um, they're certainly not dumb. Some people say that they're uh, they're a, they're a dumb creature. I wouldn't say that. You know, they, they kind of get that reputation because when they spot you, they run a little ways and they stop and they turn around and look at you. Um, I think a lot of it has to do just because of lack of cover. But uh, yeah, man, those, if, those if big I racks. Ran, if awesome. I ran like they do, I, you would think I was stupid too. <laughs> that could be. But well, they got big ears too. You know, there's kind of like this negative connotation that comes with things with big ears, but right. You know, they say elephants are pretty smart. Ross, big per, ears. Ross Perot. Yeah, okay. Um, I was going to get political, but... <laughs> yes. We had enough of that last night. Oh, oh my God. God. What a train wreck. Oh, um, it was terrible. To, uh, On both sides. So was not, the, that was not a win for the, the American people. The first debate was last night, so you'll understand the timing of this post. What an absolute embarrassment dumpster fire. Yeah. Like, it, if I could... If I could punch both of them in the face right now, and I am not a violent person, I, I'd do it. Like, not one thing about the American people, just their own ego, temper tantrums, and childness yep. to go after each other. Like, this is not... I'm now convinced there's a separation between American people and American politics. Like, I'm sorry. I've met some people on way far on the other aisle of me. It... They don't behave like that. I, I just disgusting. So, anyway, on the bright side of that, as much of a crap show as that was, we get to shut our phones off after this thing pretty much for the rest of the week and not be exposed uh, to the dumpster sure, fire that is 2020. I'm pretty sure Facebook is going to explode today. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> it's going to burn down. I'm so glad we're on vacation. Uh, I, I just, yeah, it's it's disgusting. It's horrible. Should be ashamed of themselves. It's an embarrassment to our country. Um, I'm still going to vote for one of the idiots, but um, not not cool. But yeah, just so mad now. <laughs> you had to bring up. I brought game. it up. You I'm brought sorry. it up. Now you got to live with it. I'm sorry. We should accept it. You back into hunting. Out yeah. West. So anyway, yeah. hunting out so west. So what's your favorite trip? You asked me. Uh, so my my vote uh, would definitely be, uh, you know, Wyoming mule deer. Probably some areas better than Wyoming to maybe hunt, but I just I don't know. I feel like home when I keep coming back here. What's yours? I think there's a reason as we come across South Dakota, like we've seen Michigan, Arkansas, Tennessee, Florida. You see plates from all over the country. Yeah. And I think that's really indicative to the type of experience you get out of hunting mule deer in Wyoming. There, there's a lot of public land. There's a lot of accessible public land. There's a incredible diversity of terrain. Yeah, we're going to an area that's very popular, and um, there's there's a lot of people in the area, and there's a ton of outfitters, and there's a lot of deer, and and the, and to me, like I remember the first time we went in the snowies, you know, down in southeastern Wyoming, like I think we were a little disappointed because we had not been in that area before. I had I had hunted. Um, North Central Montana by that time. I think we had been uh, South Dakota or North Dakota. I had bow hunted a few, few different out of state hunts before we went and did that trip. And it didn't meet up my expectation of, hey, we're going to climb up on a hill and we're going to glass. We're going to see an animal a mile or two miles away. We're going to put a stock on it. We're going to go shoot it with our rifles. Yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't see the timberline. You cannot. <laughs> it, it was... It was excellent elk country. Oh yeah. And it, it also too was it was good deer country. We just we didn't execute it right. You know, it's just part of that learning curve and experience part of it. I'm not going to pretend like 
you know, uh, I'm Chuck Adams, you know, just not going to do that. But uh, that was a great part of our learning process, but we couldn't glass and spot and stalk and where we're going in Wyoming now, it's absolutely, it's more high desert. Um, you can see a really, really, really long ways and get behind glass and, and to me, that's my favorite hunt. Like it's physically challenging because of the terrain that you're on and how far you choose to go back. You know, most of the locals aren't willing to get any more than a half a mile off the road. Um, and I think a lot of the, you know, out-of-staters are, are more than willing to get a mile or two, but you get beyond that and you pretty much lose 95% of your competition. And I do believe that's where the better animals historically are going to be, places where they don't get shot at. It's a lot more work. Um, it's a lot more work, but... Uh, Especially getting them out. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So I, I would say that, that this is very, very high on my list. Um, I, I did love my last antelope hunt it was like 92 degrees the whole time i was out so i did spend a lot of time in the truck with the air conditioning rolling um but yeah this is super high on the list super super high on the list and it'll be really interesting i mean i know when when you and i come back from you know our elk hunt next year you know i'll know at that point what our favorite hunt will be yeah. and i can promise you it'll be that at that point <laughs> i'm thinking you're um, right. i'm looking but, forward to that but this is a great opportunity. The, the thing that I like about this Wyoming hunt, too, is we're only, you know, 14 hours or so from north central Wisconsin gets you out there. So a day's drive. So that's not very restricting. Um, Wyoming is still a state that you can get a license every year or every other year in. Uh, there's ample public land. So I don't think it restricts people based off of income. You know, I think our tag was, what, 387 yeah, something like that. Just under 400 bucks. So basically, we're doing this trip for next to nothing. I mean, we're doing... Less than a grand, really. I mean, oh, bigger fuel and hotel and meals and all that stuff. Yeah, and we, we stayed in the hotel one night on our way out, which we chose to do just to make it a little bit more comfortable and easier to get out so we're not pushing and grinding so it feels more like a vacation. Um, it also is going to give us a little time to glass tonight before season opens tomorrow. Yep. But yeah, we didn't want to drive across South Dakota in the dark because it's so beautiful. Right. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got to experience all that is Minnesota, which is just the worst state ever Yawn. in so many ways. Yawn. Driving through, yeah, I'd rather drive through Iowa any day. <laughs> any day. It's horrible. Aren't the Vikings 0-3 right now? Just they are. That. Okay. Bears and Packers both 3-0. It's pretty, uh, the Bears might be the worst 3-0 team in history. <laughs> But Packers, <laughs> Packers look sharp. Their their defense has given up some points, but man, Aaron Rodgers is he's slinging it, man. And their running game's pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. I, haven't I haven't watched much football this year, but no, uh, I haven't either. I had a customer tell me uh, this week. I, I didn't validate this, so don't don't write this down as gospel. But uh, somebody said that uh, these first three games that they had are actually the, the total of the scores is like the highest in the first three games of. Packer history, like ever. Oh yeah, it looked like an NCAA basketball score. Yeah, every like, one of them. Yeah, so that's cool. But uh, go offense, right? <laughs> that uh, yeah, I just if if you've never been out west, uh, I think I think Wyoming deer or Wyoming antelope is is absolutely the way to go. You can do it in a day's drive. Um, you know, we're we're tent sleeping and we've packed you know oatmeal and and. Lipton noodles and you know, things of that nature. So I, I never, ever, ever count food into the expense of a trip. 
because it's not like if I was at home that I wouldn't be eating. Sure. In fact, I'd probably be spending a lot more money on food, so <laughs> I don't calculate it. Um, don't forget Cliff Bars, by the way. Yeah. They're a lifesaver. Those are good. You like the macadamia nut ones, don't you? I do. Yeah. I love macadamia. I got two boxes. Dude. Yep. You Just for you. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's great. I think there's a lot of terrain that is physically... Um, uh, I guess reachable by by the average person. Um, you know, even guys in, in poor health. I think there's a lot of opportunities out there. Uh, yet still, for them, uh, there's there's ample animals. It's a fun way to hunt. Um, you know, there's areas too that uh, you can get to with an ATV. Yeah, and you know, there's that opens up a whole realm too for for people that maybe don't want to, you know, take on the the challenge of of really getting getting physically fit to to be in the mountains because it's definitely a mindset i mean it's not just the physical aspect it's the it's the mental toughness of it and uh you know for for people that don't want to go that route uh, all you got to get is a uh, uh off highway vehicle permit a ohv permit uh, through wyoming which is not expensive and there's all sorts of uh of state land that have atv trails and stuff on it you can uh, you can pretty much ride on any two track and there's some really good there's some really good uh, hunting outfits in the state too, even for disabled. Yeah, um, definitely. Like my buddy Scott Verley, who owns Verley Gunworks um, in in eastern Wisconsin. He's he's wheelchair bound, and I know he shot uh, big mule deer and uh, killed an elk out here. Um, my buddy Kevin Cherky, who I used to work with uh, at Gander, who was in a chair. Uh, he uh, he shot a monster monster mule deer out here. So awesome. I, I just love the proximity of this proximity of Wyoming, you know, to to our home state in Wisconsin, is being a fairly short drive with a lot of opportunity that you can get at in a short amount of time. So I, I think it's a great place to hunt. Yeah, I think it's a great place to live too. They don't have any state income tax. Right. Um, <laughs> social distancing is not a problem out here. No. Um, but yeah, I think it's good. And, and just talking about some of the uh, some of the gear that I think that we've purchased or, or used or put to test, you know, for guys who may be coming out and doing this for the first time. Uh, I think I think boots are are a huge, huge, huge part. I mean, that's your foundation for everything you do is being on your feet. Um, so I, I try to encourage people to get a high quality pair of footwear and ankle support. Uh, that's a big thing. Yeah, too, ankle yeah. support is enormous. Um, you know, like we carry Kenetrek, which is definitely one of the one of the premier brands in, in hunting footwear um, for guys who are looking for you know a high quality boot that's not maybe that high of expense. We started carrying the Thorough Goods. Hey, did you put your hands on those yet? I have not. Oh my gosh! Um, you know, they're a, they're about they're a two hundred dollar pair of boot. Um, they're based out of the company's based out of Merrill, Wisconsin, so they're they're kind of local to us. Um, but uh, there's some really nice features in there. There's, they're, uh, they've got this material in that's designed to absorb and, and, and return so much of the energy that you put into it. So it's almost, almost got like a spring function into it. Huh. Uh, but, a little bounce uh, in your step. A little really. bounce in your step, which is especially nice when you're walking on the jagged rocks and have the extra uh, weight in your pack. So those are pretty cool. Check those out. Um, Packs are, are a super important thing when you're talking about getting the right size. We've been through all that yeah. this year and trying to determine if our packs that we had were big enough or too big. Or um, I brought two. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure how this was going to go, so I brought a, 
I brought a, a pack for if we're gonna hike way in, if we decide to kind of change our tuning and uh, camp way back. Uh, I brought a pack um, with a load frame and everything on it. What'd so you, what you got? You had the Metcalf? I got the Mystery Ranch Metcalf, yeah. yeah it's a beautifully built product. Um, really, really versatile. If you're if you're looking for a hunt pack, it's definitely something to check out if you want to do uh, pack out style hunts. Uh, if that's not your speed, um, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't know that you can beat a, a Badlands pack as far as comfort and, uh, you know, just for, for day trips and stuff like that. I mean, you could, you could certainly pack out an animal with one of those as well, but um, I brought one of each. I mean, I brought a Badlands uh, 2200 and then I also brought the Metcalf, so we'll, uh, we'll kind of see, it's, again, back to that preparation thing as far as being ready for, you know, making shifts and adjustments to your plan on the fly. But yeah, I was really impressed. This is my first Mystery Ranch bag. Uh, our buddy John, uh, he got his a couple years ago, and I, when we were in South Dakota last year, was checking that out quite a bit. And really, uh, really envious of it. It's uh, it's it's a, just a very very well built, well thought out pack. I mean, he's one of the best in my opinion. And, and that's one thing that that I love is 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 with Chase Outdoors is when you come into our store and you see what's on the shelf. It's not there because a buyer sitting at a computer at a corporate headquarters office made the decision that that's what they should have. Yeah, we use those the stuff. Are, <laughs> there's a critter up on the skyline oh, yeah. there. Antelope. Antelope. Um, I don't get why people say they don't taste good. I don't know. It baffles me. I define. My last one was fantastic. Yeah, they're good. Delicious. But, um, you know, getting back to what I was saying, like, you know, Badlands is a phenomenal pack. They're they're the Kleenex of the pack pack brands. You know, they've been yeah. they've been the ultimate day pack in the industry for eons. They're extremely comfortable, yep. and uh, and they're getting into the game now of more of that heavy duty frame with the additional bags that you can add with their Vario series. And we've been carrying those and selling those really well. I like the pack a lot, but. And they got a they got an OBS warranty too. Oh yeah, their warranty is absolutely. You can't be lifetime. Lifetime's lifetime. Yep. Yep. And and then but the nice thing is is the guys that work for us, like I bought Badlands for a reason for the store. I went and I looked at it and I liked all the features and rightfully so it's a great pack, it's a great company, they've got great representation. Um, I think the world of them. But it's cool because Everyone in our circle, everyone in our store, hunts out west and bow hunts and does and fishes and does things like, uh, you know, like literally. If you look at our schedule right now, it doesn't say vacation. It just says what state all of our employees are in. <laughs> I get back, and and I don't know if I said this on the podcast or not uh, on our last one for for those of you listening or maybe not on Facebook, but. Uh, uh, Tom Keenan joined our, our team. Tom is uh, yeah, that's awesome. uh, the number one money winner in walleye tournament uh, history. He was a uh, big box outdoor retail manager for 27 years. Um, he is absolutely one of the best people in the entire industry uh, when it comes to sporting goods retail. And we're so glad to uh, bring him on uh, as, uh, as our ASM and uh, working with him every day. Tom hired me at uh, at Gander Mountain when I was 15 years old, so it is. Uh, it's come full circle. It is come full circle, <laughs> and it's awesome because, you know, we're teaming up and getting together because we're completely dedicated to giving our customers the best sporting goods shop we can possibly put together. You know, but but the point is, is we're in Wyoming this week. I get back. He's in Colorado. He's in Wyoming. 
John's in South Dakota. Uh, Andy's going to Colorado. Uh, Sam's going to Missouri and Illinois. It, you know, like, we're, our shop is covering it, it and we're using the stuff. And, and last year when Adam and Andy, you know, made the decision to go out to uh, Idaho elk hunting and mule deer hunting, those guys ended up with mystery ranch packs. They did their research and we have, you know, some employee programs that are available to help our employees get into into gear for, for a reduced cost to help encourage the, the product testing and use. You know, and they loved it. And, and so we've got a, a whole staff that is wearing Badlands and wearing Mystery Ranch and have tried the, the other brands as well. And that's what formulates us adding product lines. We love Badlands. We're going to continue to carry Badlands. They absolutely serve a purpose. But there's definitely a call for us to be carrying Mystery Ranch now. Yeah, it, especially it, for the Western hunters. I mean, for a, for a Wisconsin or even a Midwest whitetail hunt, I don't think you can beat the Badlands stuff, but when you want to when you want to trek out further and you're talking about packing an elk out or packing out a, a mule deer and you've got miles to go, you need something that's got a very strong waist belt and a suspension system that can take the weight off of your shoulders and, and put them on your hips, and uh, it's just a different it's just a different style. But the, I think the nice thing is, you know, in the 2200 from Badlands is the best eight pack ever made. Yeah, like the best. But, in, in, like I said, you got to look at their Vario series, but bringing stuff in like the Metcalf so that the customer has the ability to look at both uh, is really cool. Give you an update on our travel. I think we're looking at the Black Hills right in front of us. Yep. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, John and I spent, uh, I think we spent one day bow hunting in there last year. Saw some whitetails. Just a fantastic. That, that's a, that'd be a really good hunt, too, is just tree stand hunting in the Black Hills for whitetails do that for a week pretty much still hunt yeah you should pretty much if you want to shoot a 120 with a bow that's about as easy of a place there is to do it but um yeah i mean these trips and these experiences are what helps really mold what we carry in the shop so that we can sell it with conviction and with experience and that's really cool um when you're diving into the the camping stuff more next year right that's part of your game plan yeah there's no am i letting the cat out of the bag too soon no 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 that's that's okay yeah i mean when you look at what we're doing for a trip, we are going on a really awesome hiking and camping trip with a rifle. Yeah. Yeah, really, it's a great way to look at it. You know, that, that's ultimately all that we're doing is adding a nine-pound rifle and uh, slowing down and taking more breaks to glass. Right. And taking the scenery. Yep. Um, you know, so the, the call for... What you'd be doing if you were going on a Black Hills camping trip slash trout fishing trip, you know, versus what you're doing with the rifle is basically very, very similar. You know, you're going maybe with a different weight of sleeping bag. Yeah. But that's about that's about it. And I think that to me at the end of the day, if you're a person who wants to enjoy the buffet that life has to offer. I think one of the greatest things if you love to hunt and fish is to have a bivy pack as part of your arsenal. If you can, if you want to have an awesome four-day weekend, like, take your hunting backpack, like I got a Badlands Clutch, or take your Metcalf, or 2200, uh, throw a one-person tent in there, or a two-person tent, a sleeping bag, and grab your spinning rod with some trout spinners 
and go hike the Black Hills. It takes you, what, 12 hours to get there? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a kick-butt trip. Awesome trip. It's great physical exercise. You get to see some incredibly beautiful country. You'll catch 200 trout a day, and, and you'll enjoy the daylights out of it. And after you get that gear, which you don't have to spend a ton of money, there's places where the money's definitely worth it. Footwear, absolutely. No doubt. Um, and it depends on how lightweight you want to go to. I mean, that's up to this point, most of our uh, most of our hunts, we've been using my Outfitter tent, and you're definitely not going to pack one of those into me. I think that thing nope. weighs like 90 pounds with the nope. holes and everything, and, and, it, and it's a great tent that serves us well, but, you know, as we've, if we've shifted our 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 style of hunting a little bit to be this you know more pack based and being able to have some more flexibility uh you know this spring when i was researching tents and sleeping gear whether it's your pad or your sleeping bag it's amazing the difference between what is considered backpack gear versus what they consider car camping And, and i didn't realize at the time the stark difference between them but you know for example your average two person dome tent uh with a rain fly is eight pounds, nine pounds. Uh, I, I bought a, I don't know if you want me to drop a name on brands or anything. As long as down. it's climate. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so we're not going to mention names. Uh, I bought a, I bought a, a, back, just, a backpacking total, two person. I'm totally kidding. All right. I bought a, I bought a big Agnes um, just because I found a deal on it, to be honest with you. And it, uh, it weighs 1.8 pounds. Yeah. So it is a quarter of the weight of your standard two-person dome tent. Um, I was a little shocked when I got it and opened it up and realized like how the type of material, how thin it was. I mean, it feels like tissue paper, but it's super, super strong. Um, and uh, you know, not only that, but the sleeping pad and the uh, the sleeping bag itself. I use a uh, a down bag. Antelope. Uh, yeah, look at those antelope everywhere. Awesome. Um, I use a down sleeping bag. A lot of people are into synthetics and they have their own kind of advantages and disadvantages. You know, down. Uh, stays warm, but it's not good if it gets wet. Synthetic is better if it's uh, in, a, in a moist environment. Um, however, the weight on a down bag is a lot less. So since we're in the high desert for this, I wasn't too worried about the, the moisture piece of it. But, uh, you know, again, your average sleeping bag is anywhere from four to six pounds. And the one I got for this trip, I think, is just under two pounds. Oh, my low fuel light just came on. That's a bad thing to have happen in South Dakota. <laughs> right. Next but, gas station, 124 miles. Yeah, I think I saw the sign back, you know, a few miles back that said, this is your last fuel for the next 100 miles. So we might be hitchhiking it for a little bit. Ah, it'll be all right. So, yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll stop rambling about, about tenting gear, but I just, you know, the preparation piece of it, you know, I'm, I'm the planner, right? We, we've talked about that early on in this conversation. And, um you know, it's uh, it's amazing the amount of gear that's out there, the quality of gear that's out there nowadays. Um, certainly isn't your, uh, you know, your grandpa's camping gear. No, it's incredible. I mean, and there's definitely places where you can go both ways as far as go the go the way of value. My my two person tent that we've got, you know, I've had for years, and you know, it only weighs a couple pounds. It's it's incredibly light, and I think at the time I paid seventy bucks for it or something like that. And it's it suited me really well, but Big Agnes is a great brand. We're starting to carry a lot of the climate product. Yeah, that's um, good stuff. The climate's inflatables, as far as uh, sleeping pad and, and pillow, are off the charts. That sleeping pad is so comfortable, and that pillow is so comfortable. And I mean, I can fit them in my pocket. 
and that is a that's really cool. We brought in their uh, we brought in their hammocks. We brought in their two and in uh, four person uh, tent so far. The the cross canyons. Um, there's just a a lot of neat stuff there that you know absolutely has applications year round. You know, in the point ultimately what I'm trying to get to is like if you create a bivy pack, you know, and by bivy I mean you equip yourself with sleeping pad, pillow, tent, sleeping pad, pack, and, and cookware like your jet boil. The stuff that you can do on the on the on the cheap in comparison to paying thousands of dollars for an outfitter hunt, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars for um, fly fishing guides or stuff like that. It just, it opens up your world because I hate seeing people um, not do things because of expense. Yeah. And, and I tell people this in the shop every day that I see that are in their you know, 50s and 60s and even 70s. I've never been out west. And my answer is just go, go down. Yeah, what are you waiting for? Yep, just, just get out there and do it because I have never met anybody that said, yeah, I went out there and did it once. You know, they're like, they're like, they're like Pringles. Yeah. You can't just do one. Yeah. You can't. Like, it, it's so... I think that's Lay's. Is it Lay's? Just one. Yeah, I it's Lay's. Not, not a potato chip guy anymore. I I'm, used to be. I'm a hunt, that's my, my vice. I'm a hunter athlete now. A little secret about Brian, <laughs> little secret about Brian Gates, that's his vice. Yeah. That was the hardest thing about training for this chip uh, trip is giving up uh, all the potato chips. Uh, it was worth it, though. I feel great. Yeah. Mine was just... Mine was just... I'd have to say it was cereal, like cinnamon toast crunch. Really? Oh, I love, I love. I didn't know that was a vice I, though. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I love, I love cereal. And in switching over to quick oats with chia seed. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I don't know either. I, I mean, I've got it and, and, and Nicole told me it's good for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what it does. Um, but uh, it's it's in there. My my wife said to quinoa. You know quinoa. Is? I love quinoa. Do you? Yeah. I've had it a couple times. It's kind of kind of different. Is it is it a noodle? What is it? No, it's a seed. Is that what it is? All right. Well, my wife eats it. She's had me try it. No, I love quinoa. It's not it's not it's not a bad thing. Well, didn't you like that salad Nicole made for I did. the last time we were at Cooties? I did. So that she had quinoa, has quinoa yeah. and uh, green apples oh, and yeah. walnuts in it. Oh, that was me yeah. I mean, and that is just straight up good life food um, but uh, the other stuff um, farro I think it's called farro farro it's mm. like a uh, Mediterranean sounds, sounds delicious it's it's like a Mediterranean bean like like pasta replacement huh that's really good um, but yeah I mean if you pay attention uh, and make those changes. It takes you a little while to break out of those habits and break your body out of that constant sugar intake. Yeah. Um, but it it makes a difference. And I'm not perfect. I mean, I don't think twice about going and having a beer and Bruce Brothers, you know, burger and stuff like that. You know, once a week. But just making more of those better decisions has cut you know 15 pounds off of me and made you know doing this trip a heck of a lot easier. And I'm not I'm not a skinny mini. I never will be. Um, but it does, uh, it does make a huge difference, huge, huge difference. But yeah, I just, at the end of the day, you know, if, if this trip can be an encouragement to somebody else to say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to invest in a good pair of boots, a backpack, some camping gear and start enjoying 
you know, these these Western vacations for a couple hundred dollar tag and a couple tanks of gasoline. Yeah, I just open it just opens up your world. It it really really does. Um, in in every one of these trips are so memorable, and I'm and I quite certain you and I'll be uh, talking about this trip on our next podcast a week from now on our way home. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But hey. Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this short because we need to get some gasoline. We're uh, <laughs> running out of fumes. Speaking of a couple tanks, I got uh, 43 miles to go. I'm right. Oh, all right, we're all right. Uh, <laughs> I see the I see the loves. Um, but uh, wish us luck uh, if you guys are getting out uh, anytime at all this week. We of course wish you luck. There's a lot of big bucks falling in Wisconsin and wherever you're from. We uh, always appreciate your support and listening. Be sure, obviously, please, please, I beg of you the importance of clicking the like button, clicking the subscribe button, scheduling us on your phone, maybe even naming your next child, Chase, like I did. And wear, and, wear a tree stand harness. Yes, wear a tree stand harness, as always. Yes, don't die like I almost did. Um, but yes, be safe. Have a great trip. Uh, have a great outing. We'll talk to you after we get done with this trip. And uh, remember chase-outdoors.com for all of your gear. And... Uh, absolute high quality snap-on tools all right sounds all right. good i'd say thank you for joining us but we're in the vehicle together and you have nowhere to go i don't have anywhere to go <laughs> there's police officers following me off the highway all right. i didn't do anything wrong thanks guys we'll talk to you next week see you